is meant to be back. And it's scary too. First, I want to bring you greetings from your Filipino family back home in the Philippines. Please uh, continue to pray for us. I want to read from the book of Joshua, chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. And she said unto the man, I know that the Lord had given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did unto the kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom we utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard this, Things our hearts did melt, neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you, for the Lord your God is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Uh, the text we read is actually the voice of Rahab. Uh, she's a harlot, as the Bible describes her. And she belongs to a race who doesn't believe God. Uh, she lived in a city of Jericho, actually, on the outer walls. And uh, many have said the side of that uh, city is where the poor lives, because during the time of war, it's easily the first that is being destroyed. Her house is actually strategically located relative to her job. She can easily see those uh, men coming inside the city seeking for pleasure. All for the reason because she's a prostitute. And it would be easy to think for people during her time that she had a bad reputation. We can only surmise how many tears have fallen, broken families affected by her, or broken marriages because of her. All throughout the Bible, whenever her name is mentioned, almost always the name Harlot after her name follows next. She would uh, probably be remembered for who she was most, rather than what she became. But you see, one day she met this uh, man, who is actually a prince. His name is uh, Salmon. And, uh, they had a child, his name is Boaz, who became David's grandfather, who belonged to the tribe of Judah, the tribe of our Lord, Jesus Christ. And uh, the Bible actually never condemns her, but actually praises her for her faith and for her courageous acts in protecting the spies, the 
that that Joshua sent. And so we read in Hebrews chapter 11, where there are lists of that uh, heroes of faith, that Rahab the harlot perished not with them that believeth not. When she received the spies with peace. This verse is actually a great hope for every one of us. That one can have faith even where you live, where people don't have faith. That one can believe when people around you do not believe. It's a great hope. But more than that, we're so thankful because it's also a verse that is a testament of who our God is. Uh, the, the choir said uh, he's an awesome God. He is. Because he's no respecter of person. Uh, that he never condemns you and is uh, not really into what you have done in the past. Even though uh, maybe you consider yourself as the chief sinners among the sinners. Our Lord God is uh, ready to forgive, show you mercy and grace, because He loves you all and me. And we thank the Lord for that. A good question to ask this afternoon is, how can this lady have faith? As we read the beginning of chapter 2, we see Joshua sending spies to the land of Jericho to view the land, and they landed in the harlot's house. And the king of Jericho, upon learning that there are spies in the harlot's house, he sent his armies to check, and uh, when they came, Rehab said, well, they came here, I don't know from where they are, but they leave, left already before the closing of the gates. And so, they left also, but in truth, she hid them on top of her roof and covered with flocks. Well, I don't recommend lying, but she doesn't know the law. She wants her life to be protected because she heard something. Uh, that's what our text read, we read, that she heard something and uh, she was clinging unto that because she heard of a great news. That's why we love camp meetings. Because in the next two weeks, we will be hearing things, the word of the Lord, the gospel, from the messengers of God, anointed by God, powerful teaching, ready to teach us, inspire us, and thankfully convict us. And if the Lord tarries, we hope and pray that those who are still doubting 
without faith. And those who are faithful will remain faithful. Because dearly beloved, if we don't have faith, we can appease the Lord. We're so thankful. So, I might as well recommend to you to seize the moment. Every time there's a church service, let's go. Let's do it. And let's hear what the Lord has to say to our hearts. You know, I'd like to share something to you back home. We just had our physical camp meeting this April, last April, after two years. Our government is uh, very strict regarding COVID. So, when we saw each other at the headquarters church, uh, we are still wearing face masks. We're not allowed or strongly discouraged to shake hands. We already do face bumps. We're not allowed to hug, which we're used to do it. And we can just uh, talk minimally. So how can a camp be like that? It's done. So on the first day, everyone seems to be quiet. No one's talking. Uh, everyone's socially distanced. But on the first day of the preaching, everybody's ready to hear what the Lord wants to say. And thankfully, everybody wants to listen. So every service thereafter, we have a good prayer meeting at the altar. The Lord opening up the windows of heaven, pouring out His blessing of salvation, sanctification, and even the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I will never forget. It's the first time in, in, in my generation, one of the preachers was still preaching. And somebody from the back, I don't think he's listening to the preacher, I believe he's listening to the Lord. He was already speaking in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And so the preacher has to learn purposely his sermon because it's time to pray. And that's what we want here. That's what we want to happen. We want the blessing of the Lord. It's not about anyone else or any preacher. All glory belongs to the Lord. We're so thankful that we're serving an awesome, loving, and a working God. We're so thankful for Rahab's faith. You know, if you have this faith, you don't have to keep it to yourself. So when she talked to the spies, she told the spies, not only me, but this include my brethren, my father, my mother. I want them to be saved also from the destruction coming. Because we know that uh, Jericho uh, will be destroyed. So the spies told her, Okay, just keep your, the part of your bargain on, on three conditions. 
agree on my own uh, storytelling. So the, the despised uh, told Rahab, make sure you don't utter any of our businesses here. Uh, make sure you, uh, this is scarlet line, you tie it on the, the window. Uh, that would be a sign when we come back. Though they did not say when uh, they will be coming back. So we can see from our distance, where's your place? And make sure uh, that your whole uh, family is in your house so that uh, them too will be saved. You know, I was just thinking how difficult it is for Rahab to convince her family to stay in her house. Can you imagine that? I don't want to live in that, that house of pleasure. I don't want to live on, on that sinner's house. Winning souls with your faith sometimes looks impossible too. But this story tells us with God's help it can be done. For God's glory, with the help of God, winning souls because you have that saving faith, you can use that saving faith so that others can be saved. God help us. I would also love to think the spies coming in Rehab's house. What strategic advantage do they get when they went to Jericho? Considering that everyone of you knows the story that the walls will be broken down after 13 rounds. One day each for six days and seven times on the seventh day. What strategic advantage do the spies get when they came to Rahab's house? Would it help if they know the thickness of the wall? Would it help if they know what kind of weapon the army from Jericho are using? I don't think so. I would like to believe that purposely the, the spies were sent by God himself to Rehab's house because there's someone there believing in the Lord. And God wants to protect those believers because they are faithful even though they only heard without personal experience what the Lord has done uh, to the Israelites, uh, drying up the Dead Sea. The Red Sea and, and them walking uh, on the dry ground. Uh, they only heard that uh, how they destroyed uh, these two great kings, and so they believed that the, the God that the Israelites are serving uh, are a powerful God. Uh, that's the importance of hearing. So make sure in this committee our eyes and our hearts and and Everything about us is hearing what does say the Lord. Well, may the Lord help us. If I would ask you 
is afternoon before I start. Which you think is the most dangerous place in Jericho? I guess your answer is good as my answer. It's the walls, right? It's the walls. Because the walls will come tumbling down. But what happened to the faithful Rahab and her family? They were all saved because they believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. You are all here because I believe you are faithful. After two years, you are still here serving the Lord. So stay faithful, remain faithful, be steadfast, always abounding in the works of the Lord. For as much as you know that your works will never be in vain. May the Lord God bless you. The song is 499.